Right. Are we all ready? I was ready 20 minutes ago, Turkish. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Nigel. <laughs> and I'm Gary. And that was a really fucking long pause. <laughs> and this is Fools of Tools, a podcast for the collaborative cobbler. Uh, guys, what has everyone been up to, Brett? I have made things out of steel and wood. Um, stood. Stood. I'll be posting something relatively soon. I don't necessarily want to totally discuss it in detail, but... I know what I it is. It. I know what it is. Al knows what it is. Al knows what it is. Um, I basically wanted to challenge myself to do, uh, things that are not made of those materials and make them out of those materials to see if I could hack shack it. I like it. I wanted to be a hack shacker. A real hack shacker. A real hack shacker wants a fucking lot. All right, Al, what have you been up to? Um, since we last recorded, uh, the minute I hung up the telephone to the podcast... Uh, I got harangued into going on to Makers International, so um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Joe couldn't make it that week. So literally straight after recording, um, I jumped onto the to those guys' podcast, had a really good chat about uh, Richard's road trip that he's going on. Yeah, which he's already started. He's done the first leg with JP. Um, super cool. If you guys don't know about it, go and check out the Make It Make It Happen road trip. Yeah, um, with Richard Molly on Brain Fears. Um, fantastic trip around the country, going and visiting different makers, teaching them new skills, uh, kind of a two-way collab thing. Um, there's going to be some fantastic footage at the end of it. And he's going to make some really cool videos. So yeah. that was that was that. Um, and then this weekend, I've literally just got back from the London, um, where I have been helping my mate build a summer house in his garden. So if you cast your memory muggins back a couple of weeks, um, I was doing some landscaping at my mate's house, it's a bit of demolition work, uh, and the idea was that we could then build a new shed. So that's what I was doing this week. And by helping my mate, I mean I do all the work, and he. <laughs> Honestly, it looks fantastic, though, Al. Yeah, it's man, really it cool. So it was um, cool. basically we went to like one of those garden centres, and they just had like an X display model, uh, and it was like a third of the price. So he just went and just bought it that instant. Oh, that's uh, and, why. That's why the price was so cheap. It was yeah, it was display. ridiculous. Oh my and, god! And, and, and they basically said, uh, "Take it as it is." Yeah, fair enough. And they were like, "No, literally take it." <laughs> and like, you've got to, you've got to take it down yourself and take it. I was like, "Oh no, but I'm going now." Um, so they took it down for us, but none of it was labelled. There was no instructions, and it was all like uh, slat work, like a log cabin. So they just dumped it in his garden with nothing to go by other than just like common sense. So we just had to sort through like every single piece of this cabin, uh, like matching up all the lengths, working out just by common sense like and logic how this would go together. Did um, you end up with 40 extra pieces? And oh, and it was like, and then we, we had to take one row out because it was higher than you're allowed by law in England. And it was, oh oh, it was so Oh, complicated. yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, it, 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 other than that, it was actually relatively easy to put together because there's no fixings or anything other than the, the, the windows and the hardware. Um, it was an absolute joy to put together. Uh, built the shed in the day and then on the Saturday and then today did the roof and shingles and stuff and all the guttering. So, yeah, it's an absolute start. Just as it was started pissing down as well, so it's perfect timing. Ah, there you go. That weather's been fucking awful. 
But that sounds oh. really cool, man. Steve, what have you been up to? Uh, I have mostly been in a field. Um, That's I it. Mean, Leave it there. Yeah. Done. <laughs> All right, move on. Uh, yeah, no, I've been working at uh, Port Elliot Festival um, Thursday, Friday, um, doing demonstrations and things like that, which is half the reason why my voice is gone, because I spent 10 hours telling people how to make nails. Um, uh, and then yesterday I was at a wedding, and today I woke up to a tent wall smacking me in the face, because, uh, as Al said, it's been really, really crappy weather here, and when you're camping and there's like gale force winds it's it's not great uh so i had to wake gale up after like three hours of s- gale weathers in it uh yeah i had to wake up after like three hours sleep to uh load everything into the back of the land rover and take the tent down in wind and it wasn't fun <laughs> in wind in wind so my dinner tonight was literally just roast potatoes and nothing else because i wanted oh. roasties that sounds fantastic. Oh, mate, it's so good as well. I didn't know what but, that was when you said we're making roasters. <laughs> roasters! <laughs> I'm making yeah. coffee as well, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the thing is, is when when you're doing... Uh, Al, I don't know what your opinion is on this, but to me, if you're doing roast potatoes, you need to basically almost completely boil them first, cover them in oil, stick Lots them in them really, really hot, so you get yeah. lo- lots of nice crispy bits, and little yeah. bits that fall off, so you get little, oh, little the crispies. Bits. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Welcome to Spud Talk, everyone. This week <laughs> we're going to be discussing roasties. Uh, what are we talking about this week? Talk. We're talking yeah. about our fellow our fellow spuds, our, our community, <laughs> our collaborations, the people that we aspire to make things with and for and, and together and, and all that goodness. We, we constantly talk about uh the community and we we kind of hint on it or or stop ourselves from going too far into just gushing about the community steve doesn't steve doesn't he does it every time um but based on the 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 idea for today god damn it you two (laughs) the idea for today came from sophie's video which she absolutely surprised all of us with or there yeah. was no thought of it i found out after the fact that there was a huge email chain and we were blocked from it and that's why yeah. we didn't see it or hear about it <laughs> so you know we all do the live episode to celebrate the year last week which was fantastic and it was it was really fun and then you know later that day we get this amazing video that's 26 minutes long of what i think is <laughs> sophie making pop vinyl versions of all of us that's two minutes of the video yep. the other 24 minutes are filled with amazing people saying very nice things about us. So, to jump... Especially, especially Waffles. <laughs> waffles yes, waffles did good bad. things. What about Dandles? Dandles put a candle on the top of his handle. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah, everybody that did it was... It, it was amazing to see everybody. But I wanted to do, talk about the idea of the community and, and what our approach to it is versus what it seems not not that everybody else is doing it this way but i think we in the fools with tools room and a lot of the vibe that we tend to carry is more collaboration helping your fellow makers open discussions lots of community driven stuff um you know even the things that we're talking about doing with maker central makers international guys all the whole thing so i want to i want to start discussing that and i think steve should start since he's mr community every week steve starts uh if we can catch his attention great. hey how are you steve you <laughs> Hi, should steve. probably start 
Sorry, I was, I was literally, it's for, we were talking about the community, I was just making sure that I had all the dates set up for the Make It Happen road trip, because I had it in, an, uh, in a message from Rich, but I didn't actually have it in my calendar. Uh, but yeah, no, the community is fucking awesome, and it is <laughs> the entire reason that this podcast exists, which is why I kind of like the fact that it's it's evolved into something that does really um, support the community. And one of the things that I love seeing and and my favorite people within the community aren't necessarily the best makers um, or the people that do the most um, elaborate, insane videos. It's, it's the people that are constantly looking after one another and helping each other out. Um, So like Andy Pugh, for example, hasn't put out a video in, months because of, of everything else that's going on but i uh, know right um although that he did hint that there might be one coming out soon which i'm quite excited about um, <laughs> uh, but yeah he in terms of the community though he's constantly there he's constantly involved like i don't think i've ever seen a post by literally anyone on instagram um facebook or youtube where andy hasn't already got there and and put a <laughs> comment like even to the point where I've put up a video and I've gone to put a comment on it explaining something that's happened in the video as I'm uploading it and Andy's already put a comment on it. Like <laughs> the, the guy's just there all the time. He's brilliant. Um, and he's not and, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and like Soph, like that, putting together that video is absolutely insane. And it's it's... Just she said there were 90, blowing. how many is it? 90, 94, 90 some odd people. Yeah. That's outrageous. Yeah. And she wrangled all that footage from everybody and reached out. And Jimmy, <laughs> what the hell? Jimmy being yeah. on there totally surprised me. Like, I know, he right? has he... listened to like two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping they're more recent ones and not like some of the early ones where the no, early he, was even he, worse. He knows enough about it. He he goes, oh, but the early ones I listened to and you and Al weren't there. And so like I know yeah. that he's at least attempted. But that uh, was okay, really cool. nice of him to do. Yeah. And you also de- Jess doing Yar. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> that's our new that's our new song guys hello and welcome i'm yar <laughs> for fuck's sake. sake um i yeah i would genuinely be happy with that being the new uh theme as well although actually saying that no uh uh nino nino's song yeah i i really want to get him to record a, a better version of that so that we can have that as what do you mean better it's great yeah uh, no just better better quality audio that so, was all i meant Oh, so his audio quality. Oh uh, yeah, so his. Uh, you are the one to judge audio quality, huh? <laughs> really Hello, pot and the kettle podcast. blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, what a good pun! Uh, yeah, someone else talk now because ow, ow. <laughs> I'm, give me, uh, give me some of what about. we talked about in yeah. pre-show where we deviate a little bit away from just gushing. Yeah, stop gushing. Um, yeah, I think I, it's weird. Like the whole. Um, Yes, we talk about community, but like you know, this is largely uh, an online sort of digital social media community that we're all part of. Um, I think some of us are lucky enough that we live in the the radius of a kind of maybe four or five other makers that we kind of can get to within not ridiculous traveling distance. Yeah. Um, even if it is people like Waffles. So sorry, Steve. Yeah. Um, get the short <laughs> end of the stick. 
and and that's fantastic and, and i've met some really sort of genuinely really nice people um that i've been able to go and visit and, and see their workshops and things um but other than that you're putting a lot of kind of trust in in random strangers um you know from from sort of i think early on when i when i when i first started reaching out to people speak speaking to people like dirk at sumo's projects and you know i didn't know this guy for, from adam and and didn't know anything about him but was just like really open and telling him everything that I was doing and you know kind of just just being really really humble and honest um and I think you kind of got to be careful because you, you you know genuinely a lot most of us are really good eggs and I think there's something about sort of creative people and the way that our minds work and we have empathy and we kind of uh we might lack social skills <laughs> <laughs> um but we, you know for some reason everyone seems to be like a really good person in this community yeah um but i just i just want to make sure that although that is the case you, you know it's not all sunshine and farts like you've got to kind of remember that you, you're basically opening up to complete strangers you don't know people's yeah. backstories you don't know people's history Um, you know recently there's been kind of a bit of a, a weird going on with with somebody who was kind of reaching out to everyone um and it wasn't really what we want in this community. It was a little bit kind of self-serving and, you know, um, yes, people have got to, to, to make their own way and, and, and find sort of an angle and a success, but don't do it at the expense of other people, you know. Yeah. Um, because everyone's so trusting, it's a bit worrying, actually, that, you know, people could be taken advantage of. Um, yeah. So at the risk of bringing it all down um, and, and, and having a sort of negative tone to it, I, just, I think you just got to remember that we're putting a lot of faith in, in strangers but that's that is sort of the main reason that i love this community so much is that i, I am trusting people and i'm getting nothing but reward yeah and um, no, you know nobody's let me down yet Um not that, not that it matters if they would but I, I, you know 35 years old and i've been let down a lot in my life <laughs> but not but not by people in this community and that's what's really kind of uh, yeah. makes me love it and make, makes me love the people and gives me gives me pride in sort of giving up my time for other people as well because they deserve it yeah yeah i i'm right there with you al i i don't necessarily think this needs to be laced with a bunch of like be be afraid be very afraid the <laughs> internet is, yeah <laughs> the internet is a terrible place yeah and we're all very aware of of how negative it can be and you know things like comment sections where you get the trolls yeah, and whatnot awesome. but like Steve was saying with Andy, there there are so many times where, be it a post on the Fools of Tools room or or on your channel or whatever it is, um, it's the kind of support that comes out of our little crew speaks volumes over all the kind of riffraff that can exist elsewhere. You know, um, we happen to have collected a bunch of like-minded people or it seems like it's kind of breeding outwards where somebody finds out about us and then realizes mm -hmm. that there's a connection to go oh my god i'm a weirdo antisocial <laughs> you know i don't know how to interact with people either but it's easier through the internet and at least i can get my thoughts out through text because i'm bad at talking steve um <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, I, I've said it before and I love the old adage, but you're, you are a combination of all the things that have gotten you to this point, right? So all of the disappointment and all the letdown and all the shitty jobs that I've had and like just busting my ass for as many years as I was and, and 
not even on the level of some people like really fighting tooth and nail. You know, I had a I had a great job in the city. It just sucked, but it wasn't it wasn't a bad job. I think I think that's a really good point, Brett. That the the whole kind of um, career paths and, and 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 life experiences and previous jobs and stuff. You know, people outside the maker community that I that I know. You know, my friends, my colleagues. You know, family members. Their whole attitude towards life is very much like make as much money as you can, uh, get a really good job, get a really good career, you know, progress and get up the ladder and blah, 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 and get yourself in loads of debt, it's great. Um, whereas actually people, people in this community are like, make what you can, you know, do what makes you happy, um, help others out and people will help you. Money is not the most important thing in the world. Yes, you've got bills to pay, but actually having a quality of life is the most important thing. Yeah. And making yourself happy and making other people happy is the most, most important thing. So even just like, overarching attitudes towards life are just completely different um and and completely you know going from that corporate world into a world like this where somebody's just making things off their own back and and and, and scraping together just in order to get by and that's why they're passionate about it and that's why it's successful yeah, yeah. i mean i think you can see that kind of come through when uh when people offer up uh, collaborations and things like that um and you can see the difference in people that are that are actively involved in the community compared to people that uh, um, maybe are just doing it because they see it as an easy way to make a quick buck or something like that mm. um, because there's the people that will drop you a message and say look I know this is a bit out of the blue but I really like what you're doing I really liked this thing that you've done um, and I'm thinking about doing something like this you know I'd, I'd really like to do it I'd love it if you could be involved but um, but could you you know is, is there any way that you could be involved or, or, or whatever um, and not necessarily ask for something direct. And then there's the people that that come up to you and say, uh, or just message out of the blue and just say, I'm doing this video. I want you to make me this thing so that I can put it in my video. And um, and I think that that kind of attitude very, very quickly gets shut down. Like I've had a few few people that have messaged me and it it's not been any kind of... Um, They've, they've not been following me for ages and, and like what I do or anything like that. It's just out of the blue. They've seen my page. They've seen that I'm a blacksmith and have gone, oh, you're a blacksmith. Can you make me this thing? And it's like, well... <laughs> or sure. just a two-word or a two-word uh, direct message that just says, sticker swap? Question mark? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, it's kind of like, guys, come on, like put a little bit of effort in. Like, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I mean, the, the sticker swap thing is it's a bit of a funny one because I I realise that there's a lot of people that I don't necessarily follow back that have been following me, um, and I'm more than happy to do a sticker swap with someone like that, but someone that's just going to, like you say, just a two-word sticker swap, and then you look and realise they're not even following. It's like, what the hell? My my favourite thing about it is this just kind of came came up recently in my brain. And this is a good moment to talk about it, but we've talked about sticker swap before and how stickers became like maker currency, right? <laughs> in, the, in the little maker community, it's like maker currency. The person that sends you the sticker swap thing is when you go to a market in like a third world country or or just like it a local market, six. and you just 
Somebody just walks up from the corner and is just like, I've got a gourd if you'd like to buy the gourd. And you're like, I didn't want, I don't want the gourd, and I also really don't want to talk to you. Who the hell are you? <laughs> That's what that feels like. You're the creepy guy trying to sell me vegetables out of the back of his van. Oh, my God. I'm over here looking at handmade candles from Dan from Yandles. <laughs> and then you're just sneaking over in the corner going, I got some really good strawberries. <laughs> Uh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, a couple of fucking like. Grinches. I love a good sticker swap off a random. I was going to say, I love the fact nice. you just alienated half of the audience. I, my, but, uh, my, I didn't my, alienate... my analogy is totally different, Brett. My analogy is like you're at the school disco and a girl you've never met before comes over and like just like, do you want to dance? <laughs> want a little dance? That's a much sweeter approach to it. Yeah, but yeah, because I... I'm 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 a sweet boy. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, I'm an old, salty, angry bucket. So. Wooden chip. I think. I think. I kind of sit Speaking somewhere of between chip. the two. Ah, oh, nice wearing, shirt. Wearing the shirt that Jim got me. Nice. Um, I love this shirt. I love Jim. Anyway, so yeah, I, I, I don't mean to sound like a total asshole, even though I <laughs> totally are. sound like an asshole. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> okay, it's it's what we've talked about before, and at least from what, my perspective, what, we talked about in, you being an asshole. <laughs> Well, yeah, we've talked about it plenty. <laughs> um, if you want to ask for that, just give me five more words than that. Hey, like your stuff. You're not love wrong. Sticker swap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah or no, I'd love to send you some stickers, but I would love a swap or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give me and, something to go off of. And that's the thing. And I think the the thing is the sticker swap thing is. It is a really good thing. I mean, there's a, a thing in the blacksmithing community about doing like a bottle opener swap and things like that. Um, and I like the sticker swap. I really do. But I much prefer it when it's it's at an actual event like Maker Central or something like that. Or it's when you know, you, you're sending someone something else or you've been talking for a little while and you and you, and you, um, you send them a, a sticker because you're sending them something else or whatever. I think the, the out of the blue... Two word sticker swap thing is a bit. <laughs> Stop going on about fucking sticker swaps. Welcome I... to the potato and sticker episode, everybody. This is fools I was with tools. Actually, a, just trying to segue it on, but a sticky spud podcast. Fucking completely derail that that nice stickers and make a currency. Let's try but... to be nice when we yeah. do that kind uh, of shit. Yeah, don't send Brett anything. He yeah. hates you. Say that, is it? I have sent Speak. out so many stickers. Shut up. Stop talking about stickers. Uh, should we move on to uh, people sending our boots? Because, uh, Al, don't you want all of the boots? All the boots? I want all the boots. Yeah. Can you not remember that episode? Someone Carolina boots. boots. Yeah. Boots. Okay. Boots I thought it was boots beans. beans. No, that, beans. Was, that was the last Send episode before that. It was so Carolina boots and beans. beans. Yeah. Beans Everybody boots. send our yeah. boots filled, filled with beans. beans. <laughs> And These are your bean, yeah. bean boots. Yeah. And send out. <laughs> These are my squishy boots. They're my big boy squishy boots. <laughs> wow. We so, like, just like now recording derailed. <laughs> this is what recording episodes is great. All right. Oh, Let's pull this back in. So, yeah, the, the, idea, the idea of the community, right? Even basing it off something like stickers, that is a small form of of kind of showing mutual respect. It's it's that currency. It's that um, the idea that you you would love to see that go in somebody's shop or just like hey respect. It's like signing a yearbook in in school. You know, 
Yeah. Except for those people, again, the shitty people that just ask for a sticker swap are the ones that write on the margin in, in like, the binding of the book that says, I wrote on your crack. We're not all American, Brett. Yeah, all we, right, anyway. We, we don't have yearbooks. Oh, prom. Oh, yeah. joy. <laughs> Happiness. <laughs> you guys just have damp. We just have damp <laughs> and bad teeth. Right, so, yeah, like... Um, when you when you think about <laughs> when you think about the idea of the community uh, and collaborations and things like that, I want to get your your uh, guys' thoughts on collaborations and why you think it's important to expand outwards and not just stay in your own shop and whatnot. So. Yeah, you just hit on something really important, Brett, and that's that's part of something that. I think is really nice when it comes to things like collaborations is that um, everyone seems to be sort of judged on like a level playing field. Um, so because we don't know one another and we all seem to have sort of very different skill sets, there isn't this, there's no sort of sense of hierarchy. Um, you know, nobody's looking down on anyone or looking up to anyone particularly, you know, there might be a certain sort of celebrity or uh, in terms of, of someone's presence. But in terms of skill sets, I think there's a really sort of mutual respect and a mutual kind of understanding that um, you might not be an expert in a field, but you're probably going to pick something up quickly if I help you or teach you. So the idea of a collaboration is actually really kind of, um, it's not just a nice gesture. It's actually saying, I have faith in your ability. Um, I hope you have faith in mine. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's teach each other things, or let's learn something. So there's a really really nice sort of undertone of of just sort of mutual respect and no sort of patronising or anything. Um, and I think even when there's a hint of like, oh, you don't really know what you're doing, kind of like with Steve with the Illustrator thing, you know, within an hour he was flying and he was, and he was on with it just because there was none of that sort of molly coddling that you'd get in 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 sort of regular life or or you know. Yeah day-to-day jobs and things like that and other aspects of, of society where you're just patronized or you you know you're not, I mean, you can't can't drive in that lane you know whereas actually yeah. we're, we're all just open to stuff we're all just saying you can you can join in with what i'm doing isn't it fucking cool yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the you know those moments i know i've harped on it before but those moments when somebody goes well i've been doing this for 30 years and you clearly have yeah. no yeah, basis yeah. of comparison so let me step in and you can just learn however the hell you learn or whatever bad teaching um (laughs) those those moments are so enlightening to watch somebody else do it especially if you like you said al you meet on a mutual respect level or you meet kind of 50 50 on it and go look i may have a little bit more experience in topic a but topic b i have absolutely no idea but that's where you come in and so the idea of this collaboration or sharing of ideas that we do within like the Fools of Tools room, it's it's one of my favorite things to come out of all of this is the more I reach out to other people just to ask advice. Steve, you have absolutely changed a lot of the ways that I approach blacksmithing, and it's only made me more confident. Not because I've been swinging the hammer more, but because I can see your suggestions and the stuff that you've taught me actually going into practical use and going holy crap not not only was he right but he explained it in such a way where it it was so easy to understand that all it takes is a few more hammer swings to really pick up on what he was saying yeah and it it changed my entire outlook on it so if 
if I'm going to, you know, learn sewing from uh, Ellen or Patty, Patty's a hell of a lot closer and has offered it. So, you know, hopefully that's coming around the corner. But I don't know anything about sewing machines. I, I know how to put f- pieces of fabric together by hand, but that takes forever. <laughs> so I need somebody to show me the tool. But at the same time, I don't think that they're going to look at me and go, "Ugh, this guy doesn't know shit about shit. Yeah, it's not that. It's like, hopefully we can mutually trade uh, a little bit of our ideas or learnings or something, and I I think it just ends up helping everybody out in the end. And there is the real maker currency. Ooh. Knowledge. Ooh. Yeah. Knowledge. Was that was that the little thing? That, that was, was just a little one. Okay, just cool. a little one. I just didn't want to start that's talking a, and interrupt you. That was just the tip. It's very. <laughs> I feel like it's very true though. Like if there's anything that you can leave behind, you can't take money with you. You can't take a sticker with you. But if you can leave knowledge behind, that's something. Fear. <laughs> <Fuck's sakes. laughs> anyway, uh, what Brett was saying, um, I completely forgot my point. Well, I was going to say now. Um, yeah, I think one of the things as well, to go back to uh, to what both of you guys were saying, is the fact that... Um, I can't. I literally can't get any closer to the mic. It's it's there. Stop making stupid faces. No, he was just out. cooling himself down. He's warm. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. One of the things with uh with teaching other people and with uh with doing that sort of uh, of stuff is the fact that if if you're teaching another maker, then you have that common ground. You have that um that kind of understanding that this person uh is is at least semi practical or practically minded um, and you see it a lot or I've seen it a lot when I've been doing um, teaching is the people that, that pick up on the techniques and that that can take direction tend to be the people that um, that have experience in doing something like making but aren't necessarily experts yeah. um, when it comes to the actual experts and like the tradesmen and things like that it's kind of a 50-50 split like for carpenters for example hold hammers in a very specific way and they strike in a very specific way which is different to how a blacksmith would strike so 50 percent of them you'll say right you do it you're doing it wrong i know you do it for your job like that but for this you need to hold it like this you need to strike like that for these reasons and some of them will kind of go okay this guy knows what he's talking about so i'm gonna try doing that as well i was actually i was actually in a tree (laughs) (laughs) hammering on shingles onto the roof (laughs) So yeah. also, I might hold a hammer in a slightly different way. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, it's really hard to, to like have a point and kind of follow it through when you two are being such dicks. <sighs> this is what it's all about. Yeah. This is a mini collaboration and we're here <laughs> to just try and have a little bit of fun while yeah. also talking about very serious stuff. But um, but yeah, to, um, like, to wrap that one up, like it, it's... It's a case of with with people that have experience in in doing stuff. They're especially within this community because everyone is always trying to learn something new. They're they're willing to pick up instructions and willing to take instruction as well. Yes. Um, and and someone that that knows or thinks they know how to do something is generally less inclined to take hints and tips because they think they know better. Um, and the same with people that have no idea. Um, they they don't tend to uh, to listen. They kind of they look and then they go right. Okay, so he's just hitting it with a hammer. I can do that. 
and then they'll try hitting it and because in their head it should work like that it takes a little bit longer to explain to them how and why what they're doing isn't necessarily the best way to do it yeah i mean i think the really important part there is 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 being able to see the difference that when you do something somebody advises you so like you say if you just hold it this way yeah. now hit it and you'll see the difference i remember uh down at alex's forge and, and he just said right you know swing swing through your shoulder yeah. you know this muscle is huge yeah. <laughs> stop trying to do it with your with your joe irons yeah. um and literally one hammer swing and the metal was just squish and i was like oh what? Yeah. <laughs> where, where were you an hour ago um and and it's it's that it's that it's that willingness to just just have a bit of faith in what somebody's saying but then seeing the results as well you know yeah. even if it's just one little tiny little bit of difference and you can just go oh yeah wow tell yeah. me more <laughs> right the the idea of naivety that I yeah. bring up all the time, walk into something with a little bit of a naive uh, mind. Th- th- there's two sides to that. You know, it's one where you go, I know there's a specific way you're supposed to use this machine. I'm going to try something different, or I don't know how to use this machine. So yeah. I'll figure it out versus getting away from your stubbornness. <laughs> That's the other side of it. You know, to pretend, pretend, you know, nothing about n- nothing. I don't know. Nobody tells me nothing. But if I'm going to walk into Alex's Forge, having you know swung a hammer for a few hours and made a couple of things, one, I've got Steve there, and two, I've got Alex, who's an impressive and imposing man. Um, you know, he asked me, he goes, oh, so you've done a little of this before. It's like, pretend I don't. Yeah. I would rather you talk to me like I don't know anything so I can make sure that I'm learning all the right things. And and the people, like you guys were saying, the people that can walk into a situation like that with no ego about it and no stubbornness or adherence to, well, I've been doing this for 10 years. It doesn't matter. There's always an opportunity to learn. There's always an opportunity, especially with these kind of people or the people that we have in our little community. They're all more than willing to go out of their way to share. And so no one's got a bad attitude about it. And if you bring a bad attitude, you're going to get that in return anyway. So might as well walk in with, you know, high spirits and willingness to learn because that's all you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, no. And and to be fair, it, it's one of those things. We, and I say we because I know Alex has done it as well. We, when we've got people in um, and they're taking courses and doing things, the just because we're instructing them doesn't mean that we don't learn from them as well like i've had um uh people <laughs> i've had people uh ask questions before um and it's just a general like oh well, why are you doing it like that and if i can't answer it <laughs> if i if i can't answer the question and say it's because of this reason then i need to question it myself i need to stop and think about it because I should be able to answer why I'm holding it like that, why I'm hitting it like this, why I'm getting it to that temperature or, or whatever. Um, and and even to the point where they've then turned around and, and said, oh, well, I've been doing it like this and it's actually much easier. And I've kind of gone, ah, maybe I'll steal that technique then. And and that's from someone that's, that's literally never been at a forge before. Dude, Alex saw me swing. He, he watched me. You told me he was going to do this, but he watched yeah. me swing. And he goes, he's probably going to just watch you and let you do whatever you're going to do. And then he'll come up and, and like tweak some things or, or offer some advice. And the way I was standing, he was just like, no, 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 your lead foot should be where your arm is, whatever. He, he gave me a little yeah. bit of advice. And I swung a couple times and I go, 
feels a bit awkward. I'm not 100% sure why because I'm hitting stronger, but it feels awkward because it's like the first time I've done it. Yeah. I realized it when I got home. It's because our anvil, the main one that I was working on, was six inches higher. And so I had to stand further away yeah. so that it, to get a full strike, I had to swing out in front of me. Yeah. And then now that we have properly sized stumps for our anvils, <laughs> I stand like Alex told me to do. So yeah. gaining yeah. knowledge where I realized it, that wasn't even me being stubborn about it. No, no, no. You know, it was just that, oh, well, this is how I have to do it at home. I wonder why I do that. And then I get back to our shop and then realize immediately, I was like, oh, that's because we've been doing it wrong. How silly! Yeah, and and to be fair, it, it's it's one of those things because Al thinks it's really weird that I I basically stand southpaw when I'm um, <laughs> when I'm forging, uh, so I stand completely wrong. And there's an ongoing argument with me and Joe against Alex because Alex has the anvil with the horn pointing one way, and me and Joe are convinced that it's better having it the other way. And it, a lot of it comes down to personal preference, but we've all got reasons about why we prefer it like that and and i think that's one of the things when it comes to this sort of stuff is if you've got a reason behind it then then as long as that reason is sound and just and works for you then it's fine um and i've just realized that we're talking now about uh techniques and stuff and for, for once we're not talking about the community we've gone off topic and started talking about something else <laughs> but we'll bring uh, it back around <laughs> I mean, because one of the other welcome are... to blacksmithing at the forge <laughs> with sticker talk and spots. Because <laughs> um, one of the other things I was going to speak to you guys about is the interaction that we get not only with other members of uh, the community but other podcasts as well. Because to bring it back to what I was saying um, at the beginning, like we're now in a position where if Makers International are down someone and they or down a presenter and they need someone to come in, like. ASAP, then they they just drop one of us a message, and yeah, you know, we we interact with those guys a lot. We we've got things in the work for for next year, and oh, if like if Phil Pinsky wants to be on a good podcast, he can just come and guest on ours again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, guest on ours and actually have decent audio this time, and not record it in his car <laughs> not in a van. Yeah, which to be fair, he did point out on um, on reclaimed audio the other day. He was like, yeah, it's a really good podcast, but my audio was shit. <laughs> yes, it was Phil. He literally phoned it in. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and and even down to having um, like interactions with the guys on um, that other one. Uh, maybe I've said something or whatever it's called. The Joel um, Crawford podcast. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, yeah, like having a laugh and a joke with those guys, and it it not even needing to be uh, anything that's that's actually good for the the uh, for the the listeners that don't know the other podcast it's just a bunch of in jokes and <laughs> and taking the piss out of one another and i think that's fucking brilliant but but you only you only get that when you let people in when yeah. you start trusting people and when you start sort of interacting and having opening a dialogue you'll get more of that and you'll get more reward you know you can start having your own little jokes and your own little languages and your own little nuances and understandings of things that are part of this little like we say community you know that's what you get you get your own stories to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I thought you were carrying on for a second. Then, um, just, 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 just no. little nuggets tonight. Go yeah, on. No there's no. There's no long just runs. Little, little snippets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think that's the thing. And, and this community just seems to be built on those kind of uh, 
in jokes and and laughs and things like that. I mean, you look at the the video that um, that Sophie put out. The fact that there was so many people, like the the, the fact that it started off with um, uh, I can't remember his name. I just remember his master of nice. nice. Um, oh, can that's it. And uh, but him starting off with it being all like, uh, oh yeah, happy <laughs> first birthday to maybe I've said, oh no, okay, which one? And like going Cut. like that, <laughs> and, and then that that theme running throughout the entire podcast, yeah. and and lots of of other little in jokes and things like that. And I mean, what 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 was really nice and a re- and you know something I kind of I, I chased so up on. Um, I I try hard to kind of. Find out who everyone is. Find out everyone's real names. Not in a creepy, stalky way, um, but just in a way that, like, it's just sort of mutual respect. It's creepy like, and stalky, and you know. It's it's. I, <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't want you to know that it's creepy and stalky. Um, I I try to find out who everyone is and find out what their deal is and what their real name is versus their kind of uh, social media name, or whatever. But there was a good sort of, you know, ten people on that video who actually I didn't. I've never seen their face before. And I, yeah. and I was and I was like, yeah. oh, so like I don't know who this is because yeah. basically it just had everyone's first names, yeah. And everyone in the maker community is called Matt, so it was impossible <laughs> to kind of work. <laughs> Matt or Dan or yeah. Phil, um, and it was just fantastic putting a name to a face, and then all, and then suddenly a personality was coming through as well. So yeah. now you're even more willing to kind of interact with people because they've they've been open enough to like put themselves on a video. You know, these are people that don't even necessarily have YouTube channels or anything or yeah. or show themselves on Instagram. So all of a sudden they're putting themselves out there just to say thank you to us dickheads. Yeah. And and essentially that's, you know, they're, they're on YouTube now because of yeah. that. Yeah, because I think one of the good ones for that was uh, Chris Dibur. Dibur? I need to learn how to say people's surnames. Um, <laughs> it's part of the charm, Steve. Yeah. Dubois. <laughs> Dubois. Uh, but yeah, him... Him coming on and being like, I can't believe I was even asked to be in this video. This feels kind of weird. <laughs> like, and finishing it up at the end. And, and because it was, like, because like you say, it, it just said Chris. And I was like, who the fuck is that? And it wasn't until um, like we, we had a list then of, of who everyone was. I was like, holy shit. That's amazing. <laughs> like that that made my day. That made me feel really good. The fact that he'd, um, he'd recorded a, uh, a little clip whilst he was cooking a barbecue um, to say thank you and, and all that. And it was, it was great to see. Um, but I think one of the, the 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 clips from that that really kind of summed up I think everything we're talking about was um, the one from Rasmus where he said and I genuinely after crying with laughter for <laughs> 20 minutes it genuinely nearly brought a tear to my eye because uh, one of the things he said is and I think this this doesn't just apply to us three but I think for everyone that's involved in uh, not just our community, but the community at large, is if you're ever struggling or you're feeling down or you 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 you're not feeling particularly motivated, um, just take a stop and and look around at all those people that are in this community. Take a look at this community that we're we're part of and we're lucky enough to be involved in, and um, and take your inspiration from that because it doesn't matter whether you've got ten followers or ten thousand, you've still got people that are out there that 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 want to see you do well, that want to um, support you and, and want to be involved. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, transcending making things as well, just yeah. being there to help you with emotional problems or, yeah. you know, getting you through financial things, you know, just the amount of people that are kind of willing to just, just give up their time to relative strangers just yeah. to help them through, you know, hard times or 
um, yeah. troubles at home or anything like that. You know, I think it's it's a fantastic testament to what a bunch of good fucking eggs they all are. Yes, they're all <laughs> fucking spiffing. Woohoo! Uh, so okay, cool. Gre- oh, you fucking prick. <laughs> ah, bollocks to it. Brett, you're going first. Perfect. So I'm going to keep this spiffing... Spiff, spiff short. Sp- sport. Um, Jocko and Caroline put out a skull challenge, which I thought was really neat. Um... One, for the subject matter, and I've seen a lot of people doing the submissions, which has been super fun to keep up with, but also, I'm pretty sure they didn't know each other before Maker Central, and that's one of those awesome collaboration and community things that I feel like came out of, you know, just two people got along, they've been in touch since Maker Central, I think they have a few other really cool ideas coming up uh, in the near future as well, and so, getting those two weirdos together to make a little challenge to put it out with with really no rules it's just like make a skull yeah out of whatever do whatever the hell you want but i i love that that came out of you know yeah maker central in the community so those two are spiffing that's jocko whatever on youtube and caroline to be on youtube hopefully soon but berlin prop shop yeah uh both awesome awesome people uh i think i'm next am i yes al i'm next yes yep cool uh, so I'm going to go for someone within the community that uh, he's not really a maker. He's uh, like a restorer. Um, so like um, we've mentioned Eric from Hand to Rescue a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another guy that I follow um, called Wolfie's Resto. He's Instagram only. Um, and he basically buys up and, and restores old tools and, and bits and bats. Um, there's a there's a few guys on, on Instagram that do it and I follow most of them because I love old shit um, but yeah uh, the reason I'm spiffing him is because he was one of the first people on Instagram um, and part of the community that I, I dropped a message to or I asked a question about and the response I got back wasn't just a short sharp yes no whatever here's a link go away sort of thing it was a fucking full on essay of like oh you could try doing this and this is a really good technique for that, but it has this problem. And so to combat that, you could do this as well. And like this, it's really, really good um, chunk of information that, that could have been seen as him giving away his, you know, his um, trade secrets sort of thing. But he was just happy to, to help out someone else and to see someone else being able to um, restore some old tools. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think it was a really, really cool thing to do. Uh, He's a really cool person and he's, one of the people that made me really realize what a fucking awesome community this mm-hmm. is. So, uh, yeah, that's Wolfie's Resto. Uh, I will chuck links to his stuff on the shows. Al. Win. Um, yeah, I want to spiff somebody who's um, plays a big role in the community, but again, isn't necessarily known for his making. Um, Mike Laffey. He he does make things and he makes cool things, um, but he, he he's not so much kind of about sharing it and, and, and showing how fantastic are the things that he's making you know he doesn't have a YouTube channel and, and his, his, his Instagram is more just about his personal stuff and his life and his family um, and his and the sexy I, shoulders his sexy shoulders um, the reason I think he's spiffing is um, 
Mike is really honest and really opens up about personal things. Um, yeah. He, he, he has a lot of faith in, again, total strangers, um, telling them stories about himself, telling them stories about his family, sharing things about his kids and his daughter. Um, you know, you, you just read a, a Facebook post of anything Mike writes and, and you'll be practically in tears. Yeah. Um, just because it's really from the heart. It's really open. It's really humbling. He's always kind of self-deprecating as well it's about his failures as, as a dad and how he feels like you know he should be doing more and but he still yeah. is and he's still fantastic um and again even on the podcast you know it's it's a lot of dick jokes um and 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 talking about you know which which is your favorite uh tight bond but <laughs> um he also just really talks about sort of life things and and, and yeah. challenges and and how to sort of especially sort of grown men who would never talk about feelings yeah. um how you can just open up and, and share those share those thoughts and, and yeah no. I, think, I think i think it's a really important side of the community beyond just sharing skills and, and knowledge about making definitely i mean i i um i think that's a really really good shout um i would love to give him a load of shit on the show but <laughs> I, I, think, you, I think you do that enough off yeah, the show, Steve. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no i mean his here some of the things he's he's put out especially on the podcast um i know i was driving back from uh, from work one night and I was listening to to one of the shows where he got really into it yeah. and it got to the point where I just had to pull over on the side of the road and just stop and just <laughs> take it all in and just be like fuck dude that really hit home <laughs> um, and like you say it, it's it, it's really good to see someone um, like that that's that's really uh, being a good advocate for, for men's mental health because it's it is a huge issue that doesn't get spoken about enough um, and there is this whole thing where, you know, guys are, are seen to just kind of suck up and man up and all that bollocks. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really nice to see someone like him kind of saying, actually, it's it's perfectly okay to, to talk about these things. Yeah. So, yeah, good, really good chat, man. Um, cool. Uh, I think that's it. Is that it? That is it. I believe so. Cool. Uh, in which case... Uh, you can find us in all the usual places. Uh, I'm Moonshine Metalworks. Brett is Skull and Spade 13. And Al is... Al Shack Shack! There we go. Bringing it back. We're back. Woo! Uh, yes, and it, if you want to support the show, then there is the Facebook group. There's lots of good things and lots of good community in there. Um, if you want to support us with dollar dollar bills, then there is the Patreon. Um, everything's in the shows. Uh, it usually goes up when the show goes up, but sometimes it goes up a little bit afterwards because I'm forgetful. And I think that's it. So goodbye, everyone, and we love you. Bye. Bye. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew that the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. And one hour ago, you knew that stickers weren't important. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. <laughs>